Welcome to Crushing Kayfabe. My name is Jason Garish, and uh, thank you for tuning in. Uh, I'd like to give a shout out before I get started uh, to uh, Miss June at work. Gave me this awesome shirt um, uh, yesterday. Really, really, really happy. Um, great, beautiful shirt. Thank you so much. Uh, she's a, a veteran herself, and uh, and uh, very, very grateful for her, for her service and uh, and for this awesome looking shirt. Thank you so much. Um, before we get too involved with the rest of the show. Um, like to give some acknowledgement out to uh, Jerry Jarrett. Unfortunately, died on uh, February fourteenth. Died on Valentine's Day. Um, his presence in uh, in wrestling, his influence, presence cannot be understated, especially here in Tennessee. I mean, cannot be overstated. I should say. I'm using the wrong word choice there. I apologize. Uh, uh, often it is understated. Unfortunately, um, he doesn't get a lot of the acknowledgement and um, credit that he deserves because he really does de- deserve a lot of credit. Um, he was a wrestler himself. He was born in uh, 1942, um, Nashville, Tennessee. He uh, started the uh, Memphis, Tennessee-based uh, Continental Wrestling Association in 1977 that merged with WCCW and eventually sold that off to Jerry Lawler, who obviously everyone is uh, very familiar with. But uh, Jerry, in a lot of ways, was very responsible for um, was very responsible for the career of Jerry Lawler and. Uh, Jerry Lawler wouldn't have been anywhere near um, as successful or would have had any of the uh, a lot of the uh, the career that he did have uh, was because of uh, Jerry Jarrett so uh, so that's uh, one individual right there that owes his career to uh, to Jerry Jarrett um, I mean obviously Jarrett is probably best known for being the father of, of Jeff Jarrett but it goes much, much, um, much, much deeper than that. Unfortunately, or fortunately, I should say. Um, like I said, he founded uh, the um, Continental Wrestling Association in '77. He was a wrestler himself, actually. Uh, before that, he was a wrestler, but uh, and he did wrestle within that uh, federation uh, from time to time, whatnot. Uh, but went on to uh, be very prominent in the uh, the Nashville wrestling scene. Um, Went on to eventually uh, co-found TNA with uh, Jeff Jarrett. And uh, obviously nowadays is known as Impact Wrestling, but there would be no Impact Wrestling if it wasn't for Jerry Jarrett. Now, I don't know how true this is, but I'd heard that he was actually in line at some point. um, If anything was happened to uh, to like um, Vince Sr., and he was he was thought of as possibly taking over WWE or WWF back then, I should say. I don't know how true that is. I know that uh, actually it was even it was after that. Actually, it was uh, talk of it when uh, Vince McMahon Jr. was indicted on uh, on the whole steroids thing and was uh, held before a grand jury. So, so even after that, I should say I I was mistaken, but uh. Uh, widely um, influential and, and uh, one of the underappreciated people within the wrestling industry. And you should get a lot more uh, props and a lot more um, 
recognition that he does and why he's not in the Wrestling Hall of Fame, WWE Hall of Fame, I have no idea. If you hear some uh, background noise, I don't think it's picking up, but um, that's just my son playing with a very annoying toy next room over, which he shouldn't be, but <laughs> such is life. Um, but back to Jer- to uh, Jerry Jarrett, um, like I mentioned, you know, um, would be no impact wrestling without um, Jerry Jarrett. And, uh, you know, I was a huge TNA fan back in the day. I really enjoyed a lot of the stuff they did, you know, um, this is obviously the pre um Dixie Carter days, pre Vince Russo days, but um uh, I mean and if you really look at the history of TNA, they actually were a lot more successful in some ways than they're given credit for and acknowledgement for. I mean, they had much higher ratings with Spike Television, which is now defunct unfortunately, but uh then then AEW has most of the time. So they were probably even more of a threat to WWE than AEW currently is. The only thing that AEW was a threat to uh, was their um, farm league, NXT. You know, um, but was very responsible for starting the careers of many, many wrestlers. And uh, the wrestling world owes a tremendous uh, Wow debt of gratitude if i could actually speak today i apologize uh to to jerry jared um unfortunately he died of oh geez is it esophagus 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 cancer is basically was esophageal geal cancer if i'm i'm saying that correctly i'm probably not but he died february 14th at the age of 80 and uh the world owes the wrestling world owes him a uh a lot so um so rest in peace jerry jared um you know like i said uh, very responsible for the careers of a lot of prominent wrestlers and uh the foundation of wrestling as it is now so especially like i said being in tennessee um tennessee wrestling owes him a tremendous debt of gratitude and um and thank you jerry for everything you've done thank you and some good news. Um, I don't have the full details, but um, Jay Briscoe's daughters are uh, being released from the hospital and going home. So, uh, so yay! You know, thank God for that. Thank God for that. Um, they were in critical con- condition, if I'm not mistaken. They were in some, um, bad shape for quite a while, and. Uh, and I know it was, I don't know how much of, um, and I mixed two daughters up, I apologize, but I don't know um, how much one of them uh, has regained use of her legs, and I'm not sure how that is all paying out. Hopefully through physical therapy and through the surgical procedures, they are able to restore that, because that would be, that would be excellent. Uh, won't bring their father back, unfortunately, um, you know, but, but Mark's been, uh, been performing well, and, and, um, has been paying tribute to his brother on national television and AEW and, and uh, big props out to him for carrying on and being the uh, being the solo wrestler right now, singles wrestler that he is. So uh, I know that must be extremely difficult right now for him, but uh, he's carrying on, thankfully. Just keep looking over. I'm sorry, <laughs> but uh, 
but I keep hearing noise in the other room, and uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully everything's okay. Um, you know, obviously, my wife's home, so uh, so she can watch Little Whaling while I do this. But uh, but yeah, um, yeah, prayers prayers going out to them. Um, I saw a picture; they looked pretty happy. I mean, I can imagine they would be getting out of the hospital. Like I said, it doesn't bring their father back, but it's it's great news seeing that that um that they are going go, going home and uh, and will be able to live their lives best they can, you know. Um a much better note, um we had uh elimination chamber this weekend. You know, some some really high points, some really low points. Um I'm happy that Oscar won the women's chamber. Real happy about that. I I really didn't want to see Carmella. When it came down to Carmella and her, I was like, oh man, I really did not want to see that. But I was I'm really happy to see Oscar is going to get her WrestleMania moment. Happy about that. You know, in addition to that, we had um the Lesnar, Bobby Lashley match, and uh what can I say? Um once again, from a technical standpoint, really disappointing. But uh, we had a heel turn, you know, basically Bobby, a double turn. We had Bobby Lashley kind of going babyface and Brock Lesnar going heel. This this turn makes absolutely no sense to me. So I guess I'll be watching to see if they, um, let's see what comes out of this and see what they do with it because uh, I was liking Brock Lesnar as a, a baby face, and I was liking Bobby Lashley as a heel. I really enjoyed the whole confrontation they had previously, where uh, Lashley came out and and kind of waited for uh, for Lesnar to uh, to sign the uh, the contract for for um, for the Elimination Chamber. I was really uh, really enjoyed that that segment. So I was hoping they'd go along those lines. So I'm um, not real happy with this, but we'll see where it goes. I'm, I'm willing to, uh, to watch where it ends because I just want to see these two wrestle. I'm really, every time they've met up, it's been really disappointing. And to see these two guys who have an MMA background, a wrestling background, a real wrestling background, I really want to see a wrestling match between these guys, but they came out and hit each other's finishers repeatedly, and uh, it it was kind of boring once again. It seems like this is the match you want to do, and this is not the match I want to see between these two guys. I want to see a lengthy, drawn-out, technical match, and I have a feeling that I'm never going to get that, unfortunately, because both these guys, you know, can wrestle, you know, and... and it's almost like Lesnar's just gotten lazy over the years. He just wants his F5, he wants his suplex, and then go home. And uh, that's too bad because the guy's one of the most gifted athletes in history. And to kind of go out there and, and half-ass matches the way he is, it's really disappointing, especially since, especially against an incredible athlete like Bobby Lashley. They should be able to pull something great off Um and so far, it's been extremely disappointing every single turn. So I'm hoping if they do meet up in WrestleMania, I'm hoping they have a lengthy match and and do something good with this because it's it's been garbage so far, and I'm not happy about that. 
first confrontation I liked between them that was the one that they had with the contract signing. And I, ah, man, I was hoping they'd prolong things along those lines. I really, I really was, but they didn't. And, uh, we kind of got the whole disappointment as it is right now with it. But, um, but we'll see what they do. I'm looking forward to uh, under Triple H. I'm not writing anything off because his so creatively he's been excellent so far. You know, we had the uh, the uh, men's elimination chamber match, obviously, which resulted in um, in Austin Theory retaining the belt, which I was happy about. I was kind of hoping to, to see him retain. If he didn't, I was kind of hoping to see Damian Priest get it, but he did retain um, via a screw job from Logan Paul. So they're setting up this, this um, feud with Paul and... Uh, Seth Rollins looks like it's going into WrestleMania. WrestleMania is, what, six weeks away, I think? So it looks like they're going to continue to set this feud up. Okay, I can deal with this. Um, Logan Paul has really proven himself to be outstanding. So I look forward to any match he's in at this point. And, and Seth should be able to put on a good show. So um, so I think that'll be a good matchup between those two. They'll have good chemistry. They'll put on a good show and actually put on a wrestling match. I don't know how the hell... Logan Paul is doing what he is doing, being so new to wrestling, but it's incredible. It's great. You know, they set the quote unquote injury with uh, Montavious Ford, but that was kayfabe and completely designed so that the door would be open so Logan Paul could get in. So as far as the best of my knowledge goes, uh, Ford is not at all injured as far as I know. Um, it's been strictly, uh, Storyline to set up Logan Paul going in and screwing over Seth Paul or Seth Paul. Wow, um, Seth Rollins uh, to get that feud going for WrestleMania. It's already going, but uh, but to further it. So uh, so we'll be looking forward to that WrestleMania. Um, cute little skit they did with the whole uh, uh, Seth Rollins being Joker thing and then becky coming in as batman it was a little weird but um but it was interesting it was cool they they did this the last time they were in hollywood they kind of did these little hollywood based skits uh parroting different movies and uh this one was pretty good it was well produced as well done i wasn't sure initially where they were going with it because uh rollins makeup was a little more crow like than than joker-esque if i can use that word um, but, but it worked. The, the ending with Becky was a little weird, but she, she pulled off the Batman thing, pulled off the Batman voice. I'm not, they should have at least put ears on her or something. Kind of did the Batman costume a little bit more, but it still worked. It was cool. It was, it was good to see the interaction between the two and it was a fun little skit. So, so I enjoyed that. I wish they did more though. I'm assuming they're probably going to do a lot more leading up to WrestleMania since it is in Hollywood. It is in Los Angeles. So. I'm sure they'll set more up going into it, and they'll do more skits. The last time they were in, in Hollywood, they did similar things. They did the whole um, parodies of different movies. So uh, I think they did Taxi Driver 1, A Few Good Men 1. They did a, was a Forrest Gump 1, I think. They did a bunch of them that were really good, and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing those leading up to WrestleMania. But uh, no more uh, pay-per-views leading up to WrestleMania. This was it. And um, this is a big one to lead into. I mean, because normally 
Elimination Chamber is kind of a throwaway pay-per-view, but thanks to the whole Bloodline plotline, it was a it was a major major thing, especially in Montreal. I mean, what can I say about this whole Bloodline uh, feud other than that the booking has been absolutely brilliant. Um, this is one of the best feuds. This is one of the best storylines I've ever seen in all of wrestling. And all the people involved have been absolutely brilliant and perfect. Um, you know, the Usos, Sami Zayn, and uh, Paul Heyman, Roman Reigns. And I didn't think I'd ever get to say that about Roman Reigns, but his acting his, and even his ring work has been perfect. So, uh, so this has been some of the best as far as wrestling. And then with the inclusion of... Cody Rhodes and prolonging that storyline. There isn't anything that they've missed so far, and any issues that have popped up they've addressed, which has been excellent. Um, and then to see Montreal native Sami Zayn walk into Montreal with the fanfare that he received was absolutely incredible. The the uh, audience was absolutely hot for this. Incredible, incredible pop. For Sammy's music, credible entrance, and Reigns did it, hit the heel job perfectly. Just did it perfectly, taunting the crowd, speaking to the crowd. They had a mic'd up, which was great. Just, just perfect, just absolutely perfect, and uh, really emotional, you know. And I wasn't expecting a technical match, and they shouldn't have had a great technical match, even though I know Sammy Zayn can pull it off. When you've got emotions high like that, you shouldn't go out there and execute, you know, wrestling moves. Even though they did do a, uh, you know, collar elbow hookup initially, but so what? And had some, uh, had some, uh, you know, headlocks in there too. But other than that, it was a lot, of, pretty much a slugfest. Um, just they had me several times too, where I wasn't sure what was going to happen. I wasn't sure if. Sammy was going to take the belt. I wasn't sure if, if Reigns was going to take the belt. I did know that there was going to be some kind of tomfoolery, some kind of of dusty finish or some garbage going into it. Of course, you had to have it because you couldn't have Sammy look weak and you couldn't have Roman look weak. I mean, at one point, Sammy pinned Roman for like a 10 count. And obviously, the, uh, the referee had been knocked unconscious, so he couldn't couldn't uh count it so both wrestlers came out of that looking strong nobody looked weak coming out of it which gives me an indication that they could be furthering this feud even more which i really hope they do because i'd like to see them break up the titles and have cody fight for one one night and sammy fight for one the other night because i mean we're having WrestleMania go over the course of two nights. Why not? Why not work it like that? You know, why not? And uh, and at the end of this, of course, you know, Kevin Owens comes out, who is also, you know, Canadian, is also a Montreal native. So you can imagine, well, you don't have to if you watched it, the, the amazing pop that he got when he came out, which uh, was great, you know, and having him wait till last minute, I think it was the right thing to do. He used to receive some criticism because, oh, yeah, um, he was getting hit with, uh, Sam was getting hit with the chair before this, that, and the other thing. Why didn't he come out? But it, I thought it was appropriate for him to come out at the end 
uh, just for storyline purposes, because you didn't want to see him interview, intervene or interfere with the finish kind of thing and, and influence that. So it makes uh, Sammy look like even more of a baby face, in my opinion. But to see those two reunite and the, and they didn't have a you know hug it out come to Jesus moment at the end, um, which I kind of like too because it kind of saves face face for for Kevin and whatnot. We still have the um, gray area of Jay Uso. You know, since Roman moved out of the way and allowed Sammy to spear Jay, I think that's going to further or I should say create a new feud. I know there's been kind of tension between him and Roman Reigns, but I think this is going to reignite the feud between them. So this sets up so many possible plot lines. I mean, that could be even Jay, Jay versus is Roman. But the one thing it did do is expose more cracks in the foundation of the bloodline, which uh, is going to create even more drama and further the storyline for months now, I think. I mean, the only th- problem I have, though, is at some point all of this is going to have to come to some kind of culmination, some kind of climax, because from rumors I'm hearing, Reigns is going to take a little break for a while, which uh, makes sense, you know, for health purposes wise. You know, why not go off, may- maybe do a small part in a movie or whatnot? I, I think that would be... uh the right timing, and I think it would be the right thing to do because before this whole bloodline things get get stale. But it's good that they're coming into WrestleMania hot. I hope they further this storyline. I hope they can sustain it and keep it going because it's been uh, wrestling 101. Anybody that wants to get into the wrestling industry, anybody who wants to book matches, anybody who wants to wrestle, anyone who wants to manage, I mean, I really think down the road, they should create a textbook based on this whole entire feud because it's been that good, it's been that perfect, it's been excellent. They need to do that, and uh, they should just make a compilation of videos and force everyone who wants to get into the industry to watch that <laughs> because uh, because this has been that good, in my opinion. You know, really been that good. Other than that, unfortunately, I'm kind of running out of time. I've got about five minutes left. But before I get too crazy, once again, send uh, Miss June. Thank you so much for uh, for giving me this shirt, which you can see if you're watching the video on Spotify or watching YouTube right now. But uh, but thanks to all our veterans. We don't give them enough uh, gratitude, but thank you for everything that you guys have done. Um, what else? Uh, props going out to... Uh, then and now flea market if you're in trenton tennessee please go down to the square and check them out that's then and now flea market you can get some handcrafted items that my wife made and you can buy some of my cds so uh then and now in downtown trenton right on square check out uh trenton tabletop and gaming uh trenton tabletop and arcade i it's become a running joke that every week i screw that up but uh trenton Tabletop and Arcade, thank you. I apologize. Thank God the guy is is cool and has a good sense of humor. Um, But go check them out. They now have a pool table. They have uh, openings for games. You can can do a ton. So so check them out. And it's uh, really good for the the community, I think. You know, give 
giving kids someplace to play like that and giving adults someplace to play like that. So check them out, Trenton Tabletop and Arcade. Other than that, check out uh, CrushingKFabe.com. Crushing with a K. CrushingKFabe.com. And uh, check us out on Patreon. Because for $1 a month, you can help keep the lights on here. And help keep the show going. Just for $1 a month, I would be eternally grateful to you. Um, you can get the shows ad-free on there. So, uh, so whether you want to watch the video or listen to the audio... Do it ad-free on Patreon.com for just $1 a month. And to close things out, I'd like to say uh, prayers still going out to the Ukrainians. Um, you know, um, give to UNICEF and and uh, the Red Cross or any legitimate organization that's helping them out because they desperately need it. So, uh, so please, uh, prayers and thoughts going out to the Ukrainian people. Uh, we support and love you guys. Keep fighting and uh, and God bless. Um, well, everyone, thank you for tuning in. That's our show for today. Once again, uh, thank you and uh, God bless. Mm-hmm.